The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is January 19th, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Welcome, sir. Yes, sir. A cold good morning from Maryland. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I hope everybody had a good uh, Martin Luther King Day yesterday. Did you celebrate in any way, or did you stay in the house there, Bill? <laughs> well, I, I, I stayed in my man cave and watched the TV with all the programs related to Martin Luther King's birthday. Hey, that's, that's good. That's good enough. All right. Well, I don't know if you remember the last week's show. It was a pretty good show, I'll tell you that. Uh, we had Kara. She's the founder and president for Support Homeless Veterans. They are a 100% volunteer, staff, transparent, nonprofit organization. They were created in 2011 to combat the growing epidemic of homelessness among American veterans. Support Homeless Veterans is devoted to bringing quality of life to those forgotten heroes. They are committed to promoting purpose-driven lives among the nation's finest men and women while increasing the awareness and involvement of the communities. If you missed the show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Bill, you had uh, some news for us about uh, uh, driver's licenses. Well, Gary, uh, because of noncompliance with five standards, uh, federal standards, uh, five states, uh, that's Illinois, New Mexico, uh, Missouri, state of Washington, and Minnesota, their licenses are no longer accepted on military installations specifically for non-military persons coming in to get a visitor's pass. There are some standards that they need to update their uh, driver's license with for compliance with these federal standards. And as of now, they are not uh, being recognized at our military installations around the country. All right. Now, this is only five bases right now, correct? Uh, this is, these are all uh, military installations across the country uh, that's okay. now excluding these five states with those licenses. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you, things are changing. Security reasons, correct? Uh, uh, and I'm sure that's a major concern in this decision. All right. Well, Bill, you have the honor of introducing our guest today. 
And it is an honor, Gary, to uh, introduce our guest today, Jim Golgart, president of the National Association of County Veterans Service Officers. Jim is a 20-year Army retiree and is currently serving as the Lesur County Veteran Service Officer. Uh, he started his Army career in law enforcement and military police investigations. Also, uh, Jim spent time with the U.S. Army Recruiting Command. Jim's awards and decorations include the Meritorious Service Medal, Army Commendation Medal with one Oak Leaf Cluster, Army Achievement Medal, Army Good Conduct Medal with five Oak Leaf Clusters, Military Outstanding Volunteer Service Medal, Army Chief of Staff Award for Excellence in 1995 and 96, uh, and he Mentor of the Year for the Minneapolis Recruiting Battalion in 1977. Jim is the president, as I mentioned, of the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers, a member also of the American Legion, the uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, the Disabled American Veterans, the Association of the United States Army, uh, Retired Enlisted Association, and the past president of the Minnesota Association of County Veteran Service Officers and a member of the Nicolette County Fair Board. Jim, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, sir. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Colonel, for that, uh, that uh, wonderful, outstanding uh, introduction. And, you know, you mentioned you're from Maryland. It was cold. Uh, well, I'm from colder Minnesota where we woke up to a balmy minus 15 this morning. Oh, oh boy, I remember those days. <laughs> you know, Jim, no, I've you, had some visits up to Duluth and North, so that's, I know that's, that's, a, that's a few few hours north of me. <laughs> well, he didn't tell you he saves he saves that trip uh, in August, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's when he meets our state bird, the mosquito. <laughs> See. <laughs> Always something unbelievable. Exactly. <laughs> now, now, Jim, you know I've talked. I talk to veterans every day, and you know there's there's ninety percent of them that don't know that uh, an organization such as the uh, the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers even exists. Could you tell us more who they are, what you do? Sure. Uh, Gary, what the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers is, is we are an organization and we've been around for about 25 years. It was formed by a group of county veteran service officers from about five different states, uh, Minnesota being one of them. They, they felt that there was a need to get county veteran service officers together and train them to be able to serve our veterans. Right now, from 25 years ago, when they started with about a, a hundred people, a uh, hundred members, we now have over 1,500 members in 35 different states across the country. Now, not every state has county veteran service officers. 
that's one of the things that we are working on also to do, to develop those uh, in the states that do not have them. Uh, but we are also partnering with the state service officers in those states that do not do not have county veteran service officers. Okay. Do you work with the um, um, service officers out of the VA, or you're, you're actually independent, correct? Well, we are independent, but we also we have partnerships with the national service organizations, such as your American Legion, your VFWs, your, your DAVs, because we are, as, as county, let me, let me switch gears here a little bit and kind of talk about what a county veteran service officer is, first so okay. you get a better understanding. Great. That county veteran service officer is ingrained out in the communities. We are the ones that are sitting in the counties across the country working with those veterans and their families one-on-one, explaining to them what benefits that are available to them from the VA, assisting them getting enrolled into VA health care, getting enrolled in education, uh, finding jobs, we're the ones that sit across the table, across the desk from those veterans on a day-to-day basis, and we basically, we know those veterans uh, in our communities. All right. Now, I remember talking to um, one of the county officers here in, in Florida. Now, we're in Florida, we're in Minnesota, but we're not in, we're not in Maryland, are we yet, uh, Bill? That's correct. Okay. Well, I have some good news. What's that? I have some good news for Bill and, and the folks in, in Maryland because there is a county veteran service officer. Uh, through our partnership with NACO, which is the National Association of Counties, yes. uh, one of my predecessors, uh, Bill, you know him, uh, Jim Young. Yes. Uh, he was the one that started that partnership. Uh, and we have worked with some of the counties across the country. Uh, Maryland... I believe it's Prince George County within the last year just hired their first county veteran service officer. Well, that's interesting that you mentioned that, Jim, because that's the county that I live in. And um, I I don't think uh, any person has come on board. Now, I recently saw an announcement uh, for a uh, something similar to that in the county... Uh, uh, Department of uh, Family Services that's something that fits right into that mobile. It's not called a county service officer. So if that is the an indication that that's going on, that is very much remarkable because Prince George's County has the largest uh, contingent of veterans in the state uh, uh, compared to the other counties, 70,000-plus veterans in Prince George's County. Right. And, and don't quote me on the county. I'm just trying to recollect uh, my uh, meetings from last year uh, where they talked about the, uh, a particular county in the state of, in the state of Maryland uh, that was going to be started. And I, I will check that out, Jim. I think that there's a possibility something much more advanced has started in one of the counties up on the Pennsylvania line. It's called Carroll County, and there may be someone there. But we will we will definitely find that out and get it out to our folks. Oh, and that's a great news because, Bill, as you mentioned, all of the, the, the number of veterans that are in the state of Maryland 
and in the particular counties, that is uh, very, very important to be able to work with those veterans one-on-one and, and, and get down and, and, and really work with them and know what exactly uh, is available because a, a lot of the state service officers, it's very difficult for them to get out into the communities and really look at uh, what is the need of the, uh, the veterans. Jim, you're absolutely correct, and in, in the major area surrounding that is one word, accessibility, getting access. As you know, the great number of our recent serving men and women in, in the military come from the rural and remote areas in their states where that, those kinds of services, even to include what the VA provides, is not readily available to them. Correct, and and that's the that is the key that we, as the the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers, are trying to do is to get out in that rural America and in the, into the rural communities to work with those those veterans and those families, and 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 we have done a lot of that. We've worked with a lot of the legislators. We've worked with the VA to develop the benefits out in the communities and uh, to try and increase the presence of VA healthcare across the country. That's wow. that's great, and uh, let, let, let's see it move on and get those other 15 states included who are on the outside. Oh, we definitely want to do that. That's right, and when we come back from our break, we'll talk about how we can, how anybody can help out. You know, if it takes uh, some listeners to help out or or um, the VA to help out, we need to move on this because I heard a lot of good things about the county officers. But we're going to go ahead and take our break. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, 
please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jim, president of the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers. And Jim, just before we went on break, um, uh, we're talking that you're in 15 or 17 states right now. We're actually, uh, we, have, we have 25 states across 25. the country that have county veteran service officers, but we have members in 35 different states. Uh, because right. we have members, uh, let's take the small state of Vermont. Uh, mm-hmm. Vermont does not have county veteran service officers. They have state service officers, but they are members of our organization, and they work with us. They come to our training. Uh, they help us and, and, and communicate and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I worked with a couple, not work, not personally with, uh, I worked with the veterans when I sent them to uh, the county officers, they made appointments. Uh, you actually, on your website, you have that information of all the, all the uh, states and counties that you're available, correct? Correct, we do it. Uh, you can go to the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers, which is www.nacvso. Dot org, and you can go on there and find a, a veteran service officer. Uh, we have a, a, a link there that goes to the different states and, and to the different uh, benefits that are available in the different states. All right. Now, as far as uh, I heard, when we work with these uh, vets, work with the officers, uh, they're they're pretty they're pretty good. They're willing to do anything. Uh, as far as even go to the VA with you, is that correct? Correct. Here's the thing: is if you look at a county veteran service officer, we are everything from a a pastor, a marriage counselor, a financial advisor, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a an attorney, a doctor, a nurse. You wrap all of those things up into one person, and that's a county veteran service officer. I'm not saying that we are qualified. I mean, we're not educated in all of that, but that's what our veterans think of us when they talk to us. They want us to help them. Now, in, in dealing with the Department of Veterans Affairs, there's two different aspects of the Veterans Affairs. You have the health care benefits side, and then you have the compensation uh, and, and benefits side, which deals with if a veteran was injured or hurt or got ill while they were in the service. And a lot of veterans sometimes will try and file a claim with the Department of Veterans Affairs on their own. But they run into problems because they don't know all of the rules, and the 38 CFR is very difficult to interpret sometimes, and sometimes that veteran does not provide all of the evidence to the VA for them to determine their claim in a favorable manner. And, and that's where that county veteran service officer is very special because we're going to sit down with that veteran we're going to determine if they have a substantial claim, uh, if they had an injury, uh, and, and then provide all of the evidence and work with them step-by-step step all the way through until their claim is com- uh, adjudicated. Bill? 
Well, Gary, you know, what, what I can recall and still know about the County Veterans Service Program, that these individuals are what I call practitioners on a day-to-day basis, <laughs> and they're well prepared in their knowledge and understanding of uh, how the uh, the route goes uh, to, to help a veteran who's filing a service-connected uh, uh, claim. And, uh, and that's so important, Jim, and, and what I I'm leading to is getting that com- that claim correct on the first run with all of the uh, supporting information. So, because you know the process can be drawn out, and when you have to have a claim come back for something that's fairly obvious, uh, that should have been uh, evidence in there, and it's missed that further delays the claim. You guys do an outstanding job as far as that's concerned. And, and that's true, Bill, because what happened is the VA started uh, about a year and a half ago what they call a fully developed claim. Yeah. A veteran is better if they develop that claim right off the bat, because if you look at a compensation claim, there's four different types, one of them being direct, one of them being secondary, one of them being aggravation, and one of them being presumptive. Now, a veteran just coming off the street, you look at one of those four, and they're like, well, how do I prove this? That's where we come in, the county veteran service officer, to work with those veterans. You know, most of our Vietnam veterans, the the claims are for presumptive conditions as related to exposure to, to Agent Orange, where most of our younger veterans, our newer veterans, are direct or secondary conditions as a result of their time uh, in Afghanistan or Iraq as a result of, of injuries or what have you. So we have to determine, and then we have to provide that evidence to show that, yes, the injury occurred while they were in the service. Now then that they do have a current diagnosis, and then we move forward. You know, we have a lot of older veterans, and, and, and Bill, you being a, an old, an, a, a retiree just like myself, you know, veterans love to talk. An older veteran also. Uh, and an older <laughs> veteran, we, we, we love to talk. <laughs> so veterans get together and they say, oh, well, you know, I have this or I have that. And so many times I have, we have veterans that come in and say, Jim, I want to file a claim for post-traumatic stress disorder. And we'll say, okay. Well, Johnny, where have you been to a doctor? No, but all of my buddies tell me I have PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't do that because that's not showing a current diagnosis. They may have it, but there again, we're not a medical professional. We can't determine that. And that's where we work with those individuals to, number one, get them the treatment if, in fact, they do have PTSD because that's the most important. But then on the flip side of that, we work with them to substantiate the claim uh, to file that PTSD claim. Jim, that's very interesting because Gary and I had a conversation about this earlier this morning as what we're calling our, our production meeting. You know, uh, in our country today, uh, there are 22.5 million veterans, okay? And I just saw a study recently that says that 75% 
of the uh, veterans who served on the ground in Vietnam or Vietnam veterans are still alive today, 75%. So that, gives, that tells me that about 60 the 64% of that 22.5 million of Vietnam veterans. Here's the concern, and I think it gets back to these different areas that, you, that you're talking about, in that uh, of those 22.5 million veterans, about 8.5 million are enrolled in the VA healthcare care uh, uh, system. But as you know, a great portion or, or maybe all, these uh, claims come about dealing with medical concerns. So if we've got less than half of our people who are enrolled in the system, thereby creates the problem there of not having the evidence, the information, the treatment you, you just talked about. And, and that's, that's correct. I've been doing my job in Lesur County, little rural county in, in, in Minnesota, southern Minnesota, where I have about 2,300 veterans. And we do a lot of outreach. We do a lot of advertising. But it's inevitable that at least once or twice a week, if not more, a veteran will call or come in, and they've never been in to see a county veteran service officer before. They've never done anything with the Department of Veterans Affairs in filing a claim. But they are a Vietnam veteran, and they have ischemic heart disease or diabetes which, Bill, you and I both know that that's related to exposure to Agent Orange. So, I, you know, if any listener is out there and they're a Vietnam veteran and they've been, they were in country with their boots on the ground, uh, they were in the Navy, one of the river boats, things of that nature, get in to see your, and you have heart conditions, you have diabetes, or you have other conditions, get in and see your local county veteran service officer or your state service officer to determine if any of those are related to the exposure to Agent Orange when, you were, when they were in Vietnam. Yes, and most importantly, Jim, let's include prostate cancer from that, uh, at that exposure oh, yes. and the other herbicides there. And I show you, you would take that further in terms of how the quick route is there by using the DBQ, going to your personal doctor now that you can get to fill those out and to move that process on even more expeditiously. Right. I, I just had a veteran come in here about three months ago. He retired a year ago from his job. Six months after he retired, he developed Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's is one of the uh, presumptive exposures to Agent Orange. We did that, that, what we call the disability benefits questionnaire, took it right to his doctor. The veteran is now 60% service-connected and able to get all of his medication for his Parkinson's from the VA. Absolutely, and if you if you find by further uh, visits, there may be a a couple of other uh, incidents uh, or situations that they uh, uh, are suffering from medically. And if they're at sixty percent, that being the dominant issue, one or two of the others that will get them at that seventy percent evaluation, you can tell the story. What happens from there, Jim? Oh, yes. There's all kinds of different benefits. I mean, you look at a veteran that's 50% service-connected, they're going to get their entire health care from the VA for free of charge. 
Now, if they're 70% service-connected, there could be some local benefits within the state, but there could also be some additional benefits with the VA depending on how many different ratings that they have and how many different diseases that they have. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about unemployability. Uh, yes, but, sir. But, but that it really goes to what is the veteran doing at the time. Yes, all right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. If we remember, uh, I talked plenty of times in the last handful of shows about the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. Well, we're very proud to report the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel website at vspchannel.com has been accepted for inclusion on the National Department of Veterans Affairs online system. This decision came on January 5th, 2016 after the uh, Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel applied to be admitted nearly four months ago. Now thousands uh, of Department of Veterans Affairs employees and veterans who have access to and use the Department of Veterans Affairs computers will have access to the shows and programs made available from the VSP channel. They are the nation's first online broadcast televised channel for veterans, their family members, and the veteran service organizations that support them. One of the most important issues is that family members are in the most unique position to identify suicidal tendencies within a veteran or military member. Therefore, we will be embarking upon a campaign to enlighten, educate, and inform the family members of their ability to identify symptoms that may help decrease veterans and military suicides, make them aware of what to look for on how to help them spot something wrong. Remind them that to be vigilant and how important their observations may be in saving that cherished family member's life. Family involvement and reporting may be a key that allows us the opportunity to begin dramatically reducing veterans and military suicides throughout the nation. And Gary, uh, VSP is in search for funding uh, to complete five new episodes that will help our veterans build confidence as they search for a way to transition back into civilian life. Uh, the VSP can't do this alone, and we need your help. They need your help. Go to vspchannel.com homepage today and click on the Kickstarter link to learn more about this life-saving campaign. All right. And then what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and take this information and put it right on our website, too, so, so this way they can go right to it. Uh, and hopefully, you know, they can get moving on this and, and save some lives, actually. We, you know, the 22 a day is ridiculous, and we have to help all we can. So you're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America under Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jim, president of the National Association of County Veteran Service Officers. But before we get to Bill's question, I just want to remind everybody about the VSP channel again. Go to their Facebook page, like them. Let's make this campaign go viral. And Bill, you had a question? Yes, Jim, uh, and especially in those 15 states where there is probably no presence of the uh, National Association of County Veteran Service Officers, how can uh, or can uh, uh, the County Veteran Service Officers Program work along with them that we can begin to proceed to, to see some, some presence uh, uh, in those states? Well, we're constantly working with them, uh, Bill, in, in regards to, number one, training. Let's take the state of New Mexico. Uh, we, pr- we recently provided some training to the tribal service officers and some of the state service officers down in the state of New Mexico, where our trainers actually came down and provided a one-week uh, block of instruction of how to file claims, how to work with uh, the medical uh, centers and things of that nature. And, and that's what we're slowly doing. One of the things that we've done over the last year or so is uh, we've partnered with, as I mentioned earlier, the National Association of Counties. Now, this is a national organization of county governments from across, all across the, the country. And they started a military and veterans affairs committee. And with this, we, NACVSO, have been educating the county uh, supervisors, the, the county commissioners across the country in what county veteran service officers do and how important their position is to the constituents in their communities. Now, with that, what NACO has worked with us and starting to work on is some initiatives to work with our legislators to get some funding from the Department of Veterans Affairs to assist those counties that do not have county veteran service officers to establish offices or even those county veteran service offices that are out there to increase the services that are being able to be provided to the veterans. 
Well, Jim, you, you know, this is so important because, I mean, uh, what the uh, uh, the National Association of County Veterans Service Officers do, like many of the other service officers, in working these claims for our veterans there, uh, you know, those local officials must understand that that is a plus-plus for them because I'm sure you can talk about across the country with the claims, the successful claims that they've had, the, the amount of revenue which is new federal dollars coming to these locations as to how this can work along. And, you know, and the idea is to get these individuals back to a point where they can be self-sufficient, make a contribution, so it's a win-win, and, and, and it's important that they pay attention to that, in my opinion. Oh, it's definitely very, very important that they pay attention because the money that with the veteran, with that county veteran service officers, that they work with that veteran to bring their disability, they, they get their disability, but that money then is brought back into the community and spent there within the community. If you look at a county veteran service officer in regards to uh, everything from welcoming that veteran home to dealing with that VA home loan, the education benefits, the job placement, uh, the VA health care. You know, right now, we as a county veteran service officer association, we work with over 8 million veterans across the country. And our organization, by working with those veterans, we brought in over $23 billion worth of wow. compensation and pension benefits directly to veterans in those counties. Now, here's the, the great thing about that is, you know, if we work with a veteran here in Lesseur County, that veteran is going to, he comes to my office, he's going to stay in Lesseur County, he's going to spend that money in Lesseur County, and in a roundabout way it's going to help the county coffers. The other aspect of that is we also helped those veterans, those same veterans, receive about $54 billion worth of health care benefits that those veterans have gone to the VA hospitals to receive their health care. Now, the benefit to the county on that is, is now those individuals are not seeking assistance through the human services, the health and human services offices. They're not on medical assistance. And so there now you're saving the money that could be spent in other ways. And, and the thing that you have to look about is in dealing with a county veteran service officer is if a veteran is represented by a what we call a power of attorney, Bill, you understand what that is? Yes, yes, absolutely. That's, that's where an organization will help that veteran. That veteran's annual award is going to be about $11,100 per year. If they do not have any representation, that is going to drop down to about $4,000, $4,700 a year. So right now, about 80 to 85% of the claims that are being processed by the Department of Veterans Affairs has some sort of representation, 
whether it be that county veteran service officer, that state service officer, or that national service organization, which we partner with to assist us in the claims. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's, there's some, some side things that's in that overall number, uh, as far as what comes back to the, to the local areas. And one in particular, uh, you might want to just say a word or two about this is with those individuals who are unemployable, totally and permanently disabled, receiving, uh, a compensation at the 100% level, there is an area in there for the spouses and dependents, what's called the spousal and, and, uh, uh, dependent education program. And I know you're familiar with that, Jim. Oh, yes. That's the, the, what we call in, in CVSO world, we call that the Chapter 35 benefits. Yes. So you have a, a, a veteran that is 100% service-connected uh, for one thing or another, and the VA says it's permanent in total, or they have individual unemployability. What now happens is, is that veteran's children, up to a certain age, is eligible to go to college and receive uh, Chapter 35 benefits, uh, and the spouse is able to go to college and get some additional training uh, so that they can go on and, 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 and assist in helping that veteran. Uh, and, and then now with some of those also veterans, those newer veterans, the Iraq and Afghanistan veterans that have 100% service-connected dis- disability, uh, the VA has the Caregivers Act, where if that spouse is the primary caregiver, that spouse can receive funds from the VA to assist in taking care of that veteran. Absolutely. And, Jim, you know, I continue to say the greatest void in our veterans community is a lack of information about how to navigate this process some of which you have expressed and explained in such a detailed way that, uh, you know, we've got to make them better prepared. Correct. And, Bill, you retired from the Army just like I did. Yes. And when we we retired from the military, we thought, oh, we spent 20 years in the military or 30 years in the military. We know all of the benefits that are out there that are available. After starting this job a year after I retired, boy, was I in for a shock. <laughs> and, and, and the thing about it is, is I've, doing, I've been doing this job for 16 years, and I have service officers across the country that have been doing it much longer than I have. But you know the thing about it is, every day we learn something new about a different benefit or a different program that is out there to help our veterans. And, Jim, that's why you guys are such great practitioners. You're up and on top of this stuff on a day-to-day basis. You're well-prepared, and, uh, you know, you're so much needed in our communities. And, and here's one another good thing that I just found out recently within the last year. What is one of the number one claims, Bill, that a veteran files with the Department of Veterans Affairs? Hmm. Any idea? More likely than not, it's going to be bilateral hearing loss and tinnitus. Yeah. Oh. Be- because of all <laughs> the noise exposure. I didn't and hear that. Veteran- and, and, and veterans <laughs> cannot hear. And they have difficulty. They have difficulty speaking on the telephone. 
Well, there's a program out there that our association just partnered with uh, and is working with them across the country now, and that is Heroes with Hearing Loss. It used to be that this program, they had to have an actual audiologist to sign off on the paper showing that that veteran has a hearing disability. Well, based on our relationship now, a county veteran service officer that has a veteran that they filed a claim with, they know that veteran has a hearing loss, they can help get this veteran a free phone that will be able to help them understand and see what that person is saying when they're talking on the phone. Wow, that is outstanding. That's why it's very important that those individuals, those veterans, get in to see your local county veteran service officer or your local state service officer. Uh, You know, I have 60% hearing loss uh, told to me by the VA. And, uh, uh, of course, I have hearing aids. And what they have given me, though, is it's like it just goes around the neck. And uh, when the phone rings, it will ring into your hearing aids, and you just press that uh, chain around your neck, and uh, you can be able to talk back, you know, talk to whoever's ever on the phone via your uh, hearing aids, which is pretty Correct. cool. Correct, and that's a, that's a great program. That mm-hmm. is something that is wonderful. But this particular phone actually is a read, what they call a reader phone. It's, mm-hmm. it, it writes out the words oh. while the individual's speaking. Oh, that's Man, that amazing. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, it's only selective hearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, all, all, all husbands have selective hearing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Serv- uh, Merchant Services. Let me tell you a little bit about First Class Merchant Services. They are an organization that is um, uh, veteran-friendly. Uh, nine out of ten businesses... Well, he they will save him anywhere from a minimum of four hundred to to five hundred dollars a month. Now, if you you people that use merchant accounts, your businesses that use merchant accounts aren't interested in, in saving that kind of money. Um, of course, you can always send it to me then. Uh, but what you need to do is give Josh a call and uh, give him a call at four zero seven. Four zero one zero seven seven two. That's four zero seven four zero one zero seven seven two. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
for those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans. Sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jim, president of the National Association of County Veterans Service Officers. And I just want to remind people that it's, it's very simple. Just go to the website. What's, in, what's that uh, address, Jim, for the website? It's, it's www.nacvso.org. All right. That's all you have to do is go to the website, check it out you by state, breaks it down to county, and even gives you the names, addresses, and phone numbers um, of the service officers that are in your area. So I'll tell you, it's a very simple, and guess what? You can get that appointment within days. You don't have to worry about months. Okay. So, Bill, you had a question just before we well, came back. Well, uh, Jim has some areas, I believe, that uh, he wants to go over a little bit more for us, and... Uh, uh, we're obliged to hear from you, Jim. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. And, and, you know, like before the break, we were talking that Bill and I are both retired, and we thought we knew everything about the, the benefits for veterans and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But obviously we do not. And, and that is where it's very, very important that our veterans, it doesn't matter if they were from World War II, uh, Korea, Vietnam, peacetime, the current Iraq, Afghanistan. Get in to talk with your local county veteran service officer. If your state does not have a county veteran service officer, talk with your legislator. Encourage them to develop a program where there is county veteran service officers in, in all of the counties across the country because it is very, very important those individuals live in the communities, they know the veterans, they know what the need is, and each community is so unique that they need that assistance in one way or another. Absolutely. Now, Bill? Well, uh, Jim, you know, I, the uh, th- this process sometimes can can be very uh, threatening to some of our people, and uh, especially our women veterans. I mean, because it's a very difficult uh, situation in approaching and getting them to talk about their concerns. Tell us, uh, you know, some experiences that you may have had with uh, with our v- women veterans, because there's a lot of issues that that's there that uh, that need to be addressed. And, and you're exactly right. Women veterans uh, are very special. 
Uh, I'll say every veteran is special, uh, but also women veterans have unique uh, needs that, that that are needed. Uh, that is why the VA has increased the amount of and the type of care that they are providing. The only thing that I can say to the women veterans out there across the country is get out and tell your story. If you had a situation where there was military sexual trauma, there was any type of post-traumatic stress disorder, get out and tell your story. Get in and talk to a health care provider so that you can receive the care that you deserve. Uh, and, and every veteran that walks in our door, we treat them just like the next veteran. It doesn't matter we're going to handle them with kid gloves. We're going to assist them in getting the benefits that, are, that they're entitled to and make sure that if they need medical care, that's priority number one. And the VA has done a great job in developing women clinics in the medical centers across the country to work with those veterans that have unique and different type of makeup uh, with other veterans. That's true. Very true. Now, also, they do have uh, women service officers also. So, you know, you don't have to, if you prefer a woman service officer, make it more personal. Um, I think that's the route to go. Well, and, 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 and Bill, you're, uh, Gary and, and Bill, you're correct. There are women veteran service officers across the country. But you have to talk to the, the particular one that's in your community. If if that particular right. one doesn't help, then find somebody that will. There's always somebody that's willing to help you. All right. Well, we only have a couple minutes left. Jim, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? There again, get out into your community. Talk with your county veteran service officer. Find out if you are entitled. So many veterans, the biggest excuse that they say is, oh, there's somebody else that needs it more. Well, no, every veteran is entitled to some sort of benefit. The only way that you're going to find out is to go and ask. And the only way that you can do that is to get out into your community and find that local veteran service officer that's going to help you find the benefits that you're entitled to. That's true. And uh, Bill? Jim, that, that is so important because I hear that so much that veterans say that and that who've had problems. And when they pass on to post-everlasting, we, we see the spouses wanting to know, what can I do now because I was encouraging my husband for the past 30 years to go in and get help or file a claim. What can we do now? And if he hasn't filed a claim, you know what the story is on that. that, that that's probably a story for another day. But, Jim, thank you for your dedicated service to this country, the service that you're doing in your county and with the National Association of County Officers. It is outstanding, and uh, we hope to have you here again to, uh, to continue this. Um, Bill and Gary, thank you very, very much. It's, it's my pleasure to uh, be able to, to talk uh, about the benefits from the VA and to tell veterans where things are and how they can get benefits uh, to help them. All right, Jim, we appreciate it, and it was a pleasure having you on the show today.
Thank you very much. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website. And you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone.